What's up, everyone? Welcome to the 365th episode of the Pokemon Podcast. It's super effective. I'm your host, SBJ. With me, Will. No, I'm not with you. I am baked. (laughs) I am fried. I am Pokemon Go, Pokemon Went. I... What are you people doing to me with all of this having to be outdoors and the exercise and the sunshine and the, I got two shiny Rikos. I'm better than everybody else. Bye. Okay. All right. Greg is here. There was an event yesterday. (laughs) Oh no. I think you made the better choice, Greg. Welcome to Final Fantasy 14 dance. Let's dance. No, uh, no. my new dancer you know what? There was is. The, you know what the event yesterday was? Uh, somebody decided that since the Saturday Fourth of July is on Thursday, that they're going to have their Fourth of July bar crawl celebration in downtown DC oh, yesterday. Not good. Wait, when what? everybody gets that day off? If D- DC should be closed on the fourth, DC should people's. be closed. Period. Just close, close down the entire city. <laughs> we'll all move someplace else that's better and. But- I mean, okay, I will say this. Well, I did go play role-playing games, and when I went into uh, Fantasy Flight Game Center, I had popped open Go because it was the first time I'd left my house that day, and that was about 5.30, because Final Fantasy XIV's here, and it's amazing. And I popped it open, and the one gym that's at there had the Raikou in it. I'm like, oh, right. Well, moving on. Yeah. I we don't, had, we I had don't four need my lightning dog. Couldn't do it with four people. We needed a fifth. But I did. You did? Oh. I did pop open yeah. my uh, one. The first. I, oh, I should check this. And I opened up, and the first, the first thing I clicked on was a low NG dude, and it was shiny. I'm like, well, I'm done. I I don't need it anymore. Complete. <sighs> Pokemon Go. Well, we got <laughs> we got a lot of Pokemon news this week. Before we start, we are uh, going to address the National Dex issue why? again. <laughs> why? 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 Uh, there's an update for it. I need I need to be in a coma till the game comes out. Well, no, I'm I'm in a I'm in a different. The things we didn't talk about last week, I do want to talk about this week regarding the National Dex. Uh, so we will probably save that for after the break. Uh, they did show an eight minute half TV show. One eighth gameplay of Pokemon Masters. Uh, this is the game I want to talk about. Uh, there's the third anniversary of Pokemon Go, and wait, oh, and there's a another new TCG set coming out, which is um, did one just come out? Uh, one is coming out in the first week of August, but another one is now coming out at the end of August. Wow! Uh, wow! Wow! Mm. The the money train keeps rolling. Yeah. <laughs> choo choo choo. Uh let, <laughs> let's uh let's start with the TCG stuff. Yay! The thing I know little about but I'm fascinated by. Okay. Shout out to literally everybody who's trying to make me magic decks. Keep trying, maybe one day I'll no, say yes. Don't 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 worry about it. I got you covered. <laughs> That's literally what everybody's saying. Don't worry about it. They got you covered. All right. Well, I'll work it into my schedule at some point. Keep keep dreaming the dream. Magic people need to they need to find new people to inject this poison into. 
I know. Exactly. I mean, but this what they need is to overcome the poison of me working in a card shop when the game first launched. Because that has soured my view of magic forever. Media alert. Media alert. Collect the first tag team trio in the new Pokemon trading card game expansion, Hidden Fates. Uh, Fans of the Pokemon trading card game can look forward to a variety of new and unique cards in the upcoming Hidden Fates expansion. Including the first ever tag team trio featuring Moltres, Zapdos, and Articuno GX, as well as uh, depicting Pokemon in their shiny forms like Mewtwo GX and Charizard GX. The first wave of Hidden Fates will be available starting August 23rd. I'm in. Buying them all. So this Those is, uh, birds look like they are ready to wreck house Um, they are all glaring at you like bring it would you say that they're angry birds they are angry angry birds i'm sure that they'll have a pre-release at worlds for those playing at worlds usually you can play the expansion a week early this comes out a week after worlds the rotation is august 15th there will be hidden fates tins on september 6th which will spotlight charizard gx gyarados gx or raichu gx uh, and will contain four Hidden Fates booster packs. And, well, we'll see if all four are actually Hidden Fates. There will be a new collection on August 23rd that will contain one of two promo cards featuring the legendary Pokemon Mewtwo or the mythical Pokemon Mew, uh, and one of two collector pins featuring Mewtwo or Mew, and three Hidden Fates booster packs. And finally, there will be a Hidden Fates Elite Trainer Box uh, releasing on September 20th, uh, with the Hidden Fates Elite Trainer Box, including one of the promo cards featuring Moltres, Zapdos, and Articuno, and 10 Hidden Fates booster packs. It will also include uh, Pokemon TCG accessories like card sleeves, dice, player guides, more. This is what they call, and I'm not sure what they call it, uh, a mini set, I guess is what I call it. So they did the same thing with Detective Pikachu, and they did the same thing with... Um, what was it? What was the legendary Shining Legends? Was it where you cannot buy actual booster packs of it? You have to buy these collections. So you either have to buy a tin or an elite trainer box or um, a blister pack. You just can't straight up buy booster packs of these cards because it's not a full set. Uh, this in- is including the shiny Pokemon set that we uh, got in Japan. Back in the day, back on this very show, back on the internet, there was a trademark that the world freaked out about. Well, some people, I guess, called Ultra Shiny. (laughs) And it was after Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon, before the possibility of an 8th generation game. And everyone lost their mind that this Ultra Shiny was a thing. And we were going to get these Ultra Shiny rare Pokemon in the video game. And on this very show, I'm pretty sure uh, we said, well, they never trademarked Megas, and they never trademarked <laughs> Alolan, and usually when they trademark something, it's almost always TCG-related. And it was indeed TCG-related. Ultra Shiny was the name of a set that came out in Japan with nothing but shiny Pokemon. And now, almost a year later, since that initial announcement, these cards are coming to America. Doesn't seem like all of them 
uh, but they are coming in so, the Hidden Fates collection. Ultimately, they're they're no good. But a okay. lot of them you can't even play. Like there's a there's a shiny Zoroark, but since Zoroark is technically going out of rotation, it's not a reprint. It's a I don't know what they call it. Pretty much collector's item. <laughs> yeah, they did this yeah. too with like a bunch of cards right after N, uh, which we talked about last week. All these cards rotated out, uh, and then they reprinted a bunch, like Juniper and N and a couple other ones, but they still were not playable. Uh, let me look up the word real quick, but... I'm just looking at this triple tag team. Does this seem like it's incredibly hard to play? Like, you have to have fire, water, electric, and... Oh, yeah, no one's playing that. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> it's, it's just a card. Like, that's not a way to... And to retreat, like, it's just a show. It's just a show card. They're not Fake card. reprints. They're alternative arts, so it does not update uh, legality. Uh, y- yeah, the some cards you can play with like two energy, but anytime it's asking you for three, uh, good luck. I mean, oh, it just three seems different energy types. Yeah, three yeah. different energy. It seems wild that they make cards that like everybody knows. You're never going to use this. It's just a sit in a oh, binder. Oh, no. Quite the opposite, Greg. That's not wild at all. Every single set. If it's a 100-card set, you've got 10 cards that are worth playing, 90 cards that are straight to the trash can. <laughs> See, this is why I can't get into TCGs. Um, Some cards are good for, like... Fun? No, for, like, like, putting on the like some cards are bike. really only good for, like, pre-release stuff. Hmm. Um, Look, and some cards common are... wormadum is not <laughs> used in any deck ever. Not with that attitude. You know, people are going to be real upset when they can't get their favorite Pokemon in Galar. But hey, it's been eight years, Will, and they finally <laughs> reprinted a Saw's Buck. Finally, okay. the TCG can play Saw's Buck. Let me, let me actually... What season me, is it, though? Let, no, no, no. Let me rephrase this as in, in response to what Steve actually said. The phrase, this card is good in the pre-release format, is the signature statement of how garbage that card actually <laughs> is in reality. Let's like, like the heat more where it was like, Look at the top four cards of your deck. Do fifty damage times every like fire energy that you reveal, and it's like, oh, I'm going to make a pre-release release deck that's four heat more and <laughs> thirty <laughs> fire energy, and it's like that's not a real deck. That's not even Pokemon. That's just dumb. Like ev- like every Guzzlord card they've ever printed is like 17 energy to do the attack, and it's not even a good attack. <laughs> well, it guzzled all your energy, that's what I'm sure. Uh, I want to oh, remind everyone. But it's good in the pre-release format. What rem- is the Sawsbuck season? It's the just all green one, which is summer. Yeah, I think spring has flowers on it. Yeah, spring has flowers. Spring has pink. Okay. I want to remind everyone that there's a Pokemon TCG card decks app that they did update to include some more cards. Uh, it still doesn't remember anything. I, I, <laughs> I want so badly do I want there's to no use cloud this app. Storage. There's no uh, you can't log in with Facebook or, or Google or or just make an account. You know, there's this great system called the Pokemon Trainer account that goes down at least once a week, and it's very unfortunate if that's the only account you've tied to Pokemon Go, but it does exist. 
the, the, the nothing, this app doesn't link with anything. We've tested it. I've tested it multiple times every update just in case they forgot to put it in the update notes. But you can scan like a 100 cards. And then if you accidentally delete that app, your whole collection is gone because there's no it doesn't tie to anything. And I, I, I want a card collecting Pokemon app. And this app is the hot trash. <laughs> maybe maybe one day i just like who is this product for who who is scanning everything and then even if they are and they're loving it and they've scanned their entire collection of x and y and sun and moon and that's it because those are the only two sets it has and then all of a sudden they buy a new phone or they drop their phone in a lake and got a replacement like that's all all that data is gone you gotta do it all over again so his name is Roger L. Peterson. He lives in Omaha, Nebraska. <laughs> okay. And that that's this is just his pleasure. He enjoys scanning his Pokemon cards. And he he's actually happy when he loses the data because he gets to scan them all again. Okay. This is for you, Roger. Speaking yeah. speaking of phones, Casify yes. is doing uh their second drop of Pokemon merchandise. Their first drop. That's I this is what they're calling it. Uh, sold yeah, out. Makes it, sense. Sold out in a flash. It did. It sold out in like forty-eight hours. All their stuff, every case, every headphone accessory. Uh, so you can go to caseify.com. You can sign up for the second one. This, they're not a sponsor. Uh, they do have case. I mean, they have Pokemon official cases and uh, those little things that you put your finger in to not drop your phone. What? What? Thing, not pop sockets. Not but, pop sockets, but the oh, uh, ring, ring, finger, oh, target rings. I, oh, okay. There's a name for them. I don't, I don't know what it so, is. So, do we have photos of what they're releasing? I think it's a reprint. I think it's the same oh. stuff they. I'm always curious how companies like this get to partner with the Pokemon company, but who knows? They ask. I'm waiting for <laughs> Supreme to partner with the Pokemon company. I got to get in on that believe you'll be able to start buying that stuff on july 10th yes july 10th and uh if you sign up for their newsletter you will get early access so um i don't know what early access is but they'll send you an email that you can buy before other people so they can take your email and sell it to somebody else i'm sure They've, so on the website there's drop two and there's already a drop three listed what really yeah, because it says um, drop one sold out. Yes. Drop two, add to wait list, which no, thank you, no. And then right below that, drop three, coming soon. And they're pretty, they're, they got it planned out. How did you find this on their homepage? Uh, I Google. Oh, okay. <laughs> All Here, right, I'll, link, I'll no. link it. I mean, I was on the drop two page. I didn't see a drop three. Wait, are you guys still on Caseify, or have you gone over to Supreme? Because if Supreme really is doing a drop, no, 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 <laughs> I got to get no. myself to the Supreme no. store. What is Supreme? Oh, I see. I <gasps> see. I see the drop three. What? You don't know Supreme? No. What is Cause, it? Because because you shop at Target. That's the problem. It's oh, a... do not start. Do not Supreme go after my sweet Target. Is the most wanted brand anywhere and everywhere I... it is the most ridiculous thing ever well, they do sold they have a, a website 
what do they uh, they do have a website they had a brick I think, I think their brick that they sold that just literally had their logo on it was for 30 dollars on the resale market it went for like 200 what is this thing where where do I where do I find these? Things? I don't know. I don't know. But when Supreme has a Pokemon crossover, I'm in. I'll, I'll be waiting right at, outside okay. their store doors. Sure, that makes sense. Mudkip Day is coming in July, uh, from on Sunday, July 21st, from four to seven. Why did they change it again? Because look, not everyone has the same schedule, Greg. But uh... you gotta. <laughs> I I think though I crave maybe, consistency. I would assume the four to seven is because it's summer and it's a lot hotter, like around two p.m. No, the hottest part of the day is four p.m. Is it really? Yes. Well, maybe not. In the some hottest countries. part of every day is at four. Well, then wait till five. <laughs> <laughs> it's still gonna be hot. It's not like it goes. It's not like it's just something gonna drop. Um, Sunday, July 21st, 4 to 7, uh, Mudkip will appear more frequently in the wild. And for Mudkip, and for Mudkip. Shiny Mudkip, if you evolve Marshtomp, you will get a special move. We already know what it is. It's the Hydro Blast, uh, whatever the Hyper Beam of Water Pokemon are. I don't know what it's called. Not Hydro Pump. Lure modules will last for three hours. You will earn triple... The XP for catching Pokemon during the Community Day event. Enjoy Mudkip. Nobody enjoys Mudkip. Mudkip is fine. The cool, the, the coolest thing they're doing is those like IRL in real life, the worlds where they're very heavily and nicely animated or CG. I don't know what the word is. I guess the CG can be animated. Yo, CG is animated. Yes. I don't know if you guys saw it on Instagram or Twitter, the little mudkips that splash out of the water, and then the people are like, look at the mudkips. Oh, it's I like did see that, yeah. I did not see long. that. It's very cute. I did see that. It's very cute. So yeah, like three weeks before that mudkip day, so we're good there. Then we have happy third anniversary Pokemon Go. Uh, the mudkip stuff was off Pokemon.com. This is off Pokemon Go Live. Trainers, they say third time's the charm. Pokemon journeys began with a choice of three Pokemon. Your journey in Pokemon Go involved joining one of three teams to celebrate the third anniversary of Pokemon Go's release. Today, we celebrate the third anniversary. To commemorate this incredible milestone, uh, new features will start on June 28th. Shiny Alolan Pokemon. You will have a chance of encountering the following Shiny Alolan Pokemon. Rattata, Sandshrew, Vulpix, Diglett, Meowth, Geodude, Grimer, Executor. Done. Check. Team lead avatar uh, items. Avatar items will feature the team leader's personal personal styles, aka you can buy the clothes of the leaders. None of them are. None of them are great. None of them dress great. Uh, Spark has the best shoes. True. The uh, yeah, but I don't wear shoes in Pokemon Go. Mm. Well, save your money then. I guess I will. Uh, from June 28th to July 6th, once per day, you have a chance of encountering a Pikachu wearing a party hat in Go Snapshot. Uh, Pikachu will also be wearing a party hat and will hatch from 7k eggs. This Pikachu does have a chance to be shiny. That's been confirmed on the Silph Road. From June 28th through September 2nd, uh, there will be Jumpstart Research. 
Looking to get up to speed with your research? Do you have friends who want to play, but they feel like they missed out on too much Pokemon Go? Don't worry. Trainers can complete new research to help fulfill rewards that will jumpstart their new or continuing adventures. This special research is only available for players at level 10 or higher, so be sure to let your friends know about it to join in and get special rewards. Remember, trainers, the real game begins at level 40, so by completing the... (laughs) Nothing happens at 40! (laughs) That's that's said by somebody who's not almost there. I'm almost there. I'm, I mean, I'm what, 36? I'm, I'm... Savoring the anticipation to nothingville. Raid bonuses. If you take down raid bosses faster, you will earn bonus premier balls. Decrease stardust for raiding, trading, or for trading. Trading Pokemon will cost one fourth less stardust. We couldn't have reached this milestone without you. Thank you, trainers, for your continued passion of Pokemon Go and for joining us on this amazing adventure. Who would believe that we've been in this unending chamber of torture for only three years? <laughs> it is nice that the. So the jumpstart research will last forever. You just have to start it between yeah. now and September 2nd. Once you start it, you can take a, however long to complete it. Uh, I will spoil half of it for you. You will get a shiny Eevee from it. What? Oh, another one of those crap wagons. <laughs> it is nice that the Pokemon World Tournament is coming up, and uh, the one-fourth less Stardust for trading will still exists during that time, so if you uh, are going to Worlds and you're meeting people from all over the world and you're looking for those Uxies or those uh, Mesprits or those Tropiuses or those Relicants, there will still be a Stardust decrease. Oh yeah, all the Pokemon are in the wild. Uh, you can find them and they can be shiny. Pikachu with Party Hat is back for the third Eight or millionth time. Worth, I'm not sure how many times. Unfortunately, no party hat Wurmple, which is really what the people Everybody want. Everybody wants. Or... Make Wurmple great again. again. Also, give me a Trico with a straw in its mouth, Yeah, cowards. Give me them Tricos. All the Tricos. Maybe if you would pronounce the word properly, they'd do it for you. What, straw? Straw. <laughs> Nobody talks like that. Would you? Let's talk about that. The other thing is in the, um, now this, all right, oh. put, put your tinfoil hat on. All right. Oh. Why would I ever take it off, you fools? <laughs> That's, That's how they get you. That, yeah. We, we you, all... you, do, you, can't, you can't do it when you sleep because the, the, the dream beams come. We all thought that Neantic, they've made so much money. In three okay. years. Who's we all, first of all? We you? all. The, the <laughs> you did. And we, we thought this was the end, right? We thought that Niantic <laughs> was going to throw in the towel after Gen 4. Harry Potter, no Wizard, Harry Potter, Wizards Unite, we're finally free from Pokemon Go. That yeah. was my hope and dream. They made three, $3 billion in three years. You know, they've ran out of Pokemon in the Pokedex. We all know that Darkrai is the last Pokemon ever it to is. be invented. But in this picture... The last picture, relevant Pokemon. <laughs> in this picture, there are three un- unknown Pokemon that I've never <gasps> seen before. Uh, one is called Smugleaf, one is called Water, and one is called Pignition. That's what the internet told me from a forum oh. that I found in 2011. <laughs> 
Oh, yeah, I see them. Um, There's definitely a smug leaf. I didn't see them. It it It's crazy that we look back to a, 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 a game FAQ. <laughs> I can't even... <laughs> I can't keep up with this bit. <laughs> I mean, this is a great picture, except for this ugly nut blob is in the front. <sighs> Get out of there, nut blob. Um... Yeah, so there are the Gen Five starter Pokemon are 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 in this picture. Who would have who would have guessed that that's I mean, what they would do next? <laughs> I only I only see Smugleaf, so that's the important one. Is it the picture that comes up when you start the app? No, 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 no it's, it's on their it's on their press release site thing. Yeah, oh. with 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 a wishing star front and center. And two Spinda who are like, why are we in this picture? That Jirachi is real chonky. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 a Jirachi. is what it is. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, <laughs> uh... got him. Jirachi's <laughs> got the juice, baby. You gotta shut down this show as quickly as possible. <laughs> it's a, okay. Is it so, <laughs> where is Spark in this picture? That he's is out, the question. He's out dabbing on Professor Willow. Wait, where is he? Oh, he's in the back. He's taking pictures of everybody. He's oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, Smeargle's jumping in his face. There's a lot going on in this picture. There it is. That's Smeargle, and... I'm pretty sure... Doesn't seem like the right size. I'm pretty sure that Garchomp's about to take out the red leader, so... Sorry, uh, I believe Team Valor. is Candidates, I think. No, like, nobody matters but Spark. Well, I mean, the blue leader's name is... Blanche <laughs> is Bland Blanche. Blanche, what a name! Blanche. Sorry to anyone who listens to the show that is named Blanche. Oh, I didn't. Oh, I didn't see the bag on on the back of the Salamence. So happy that this finally flying. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, there's oh. a lot of things going on in this picture. It's very good. Uh, I think Shinx is about to get wrecked, though. No, that's not Bullet Bill. So he's okay. Um, I wish Greg would start stop hating on Meltan, that little Who? cutie. Who? Nutblob? Yeah, Nutblob. <laughs> Rotten. <sighs> what other secret things are hiding in this? I am. I am like looking. That's not Spark in the back, is it? Like yeah, right underneath Jirachi. Yeah, Jiratchet. <laughs> Just for record here, because uh, they did show the second year anniversary picture or whatever. Last summer, after Pokemon Go Fest, and it had the Gen 4 starters in it, uh, and 24 Gen 4 Pokemon went live in Pokemon Go. On, but what day did they go live? Uh, that's what I had to look up. Uh, uh, October 16th. Oh, that's a long time for me to get a smug leaf. And they released uh, the starters, their evolutions, of course, which is part of the... <laughs> So, nine of the 24 were just starters. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Starly, Cricketot, Bidoof, Buneri, Chatot, Carnivine, Pachirisu, so there were three regionals, Riolu, which were only in 10k eggs, and Shinx, only in raids, and for whatever reason, Luxio spawned out of a 10k egg for a hot minute um, until they fixed that. So that Did you was... see that Mew is riding on Mewtwo's tail? Because that's super cute. Yeah, there's well, a lot. This thing is very cute. The beginning of the drip, the drip feed. So we're gonna get Patrat and Lillipup, like 
Can we assume that that's going to come in this wave? Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. Which is fine. They have a hundred and gajillion uh, Unova Pokemon to get through. Okay, so. okay. So, hear me out. The Basculin are going to be regional. Uh, red, yes, red, red stripe, versus blue. Yep. Red stripe in the southern hemisphere, blue stripe in the northern hemisphere. I don't think they had any regional significance in games, but... No, but none of them do. Well, well no, they just, did. They have, they have, they need more water in the south. <laughs> I mean, like, Lunatone and Solrock and Zangoose and Survivor also have no, like, regional... No. I mean, Heatmore and Duran are going to get separated, right? They are eat each other. They are the Seviper and Zangoose of Gen 5. True. That's fine. I mean, whatever. So what will the region exclusives be? Wait, what? What will the region exclusives be? Like, because they're going to have to have, like, this one only shows up in Europe, this one only shows up in the US, this one only shows up in Asia. Well, Europe is going to need a new regional once Mime Jr. comes out. Or maybe they don't care. Or maybe they just give people Mime Jr. and some people just don't care and they don't have Mr. Mime and they evolve it. Somebody's going to get Reuniclus and somebody's going to get Gotharita. Yeah. Or are they going to like, do you think like Blitzel will be like Uh, Africa? The Africas? I mean, Striker? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, I mean, Tropius is all of Africa, I believe. I mean, do you think Sock and Throw will be divided? Yeah. This is going to be interesting. We're, this is going to be interesting to see how this plays out. I mean, out. we I'm know that the two Basculins are going to be divided. That, you know, they can't I have a, exist well, together. Well, I'm surprised there's not, like... I mean, I guess Florida technically has Carnivine or that whole area, but I'm sure there's probably a Pokemon that fits in the California area. Lodinon? I know, I, I was going to say Slacking's already been done. <laughs> Ooh, this is oh Scraggy. Oh, I'm excited to get Scraggy. I like Scraggy so much. All right, well then, there's your Pokemon Go news for the week. Uh, let's take a quick break. Okey doke, and then we'll come back and we have uh, Pokemon Masters to talk about and oh, the so update excited. to the National Decks. So we will be right back. What about you, Irene? I watched the anime on the WB. 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 Was the WB until it became the CW? Anyway, um, I watched the anime on the WB. 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 They've been involved with Pokemon since then, so. Wow, I feel WB. WB. And we are back from our break. Pokemon.com. 5 p.m. Friday posting, which is the... We are posting this very strategically. And if you ever worked a 9 to 5 job... Yep. 5 p.m. on a Friday is... Nobody's around. Walking out the door after we post this. I mean, in most places, three. It's a it's a corporate wasteland. At three p.m. on a Friday. That's true. It's very true. It's in both Japanese and in English here. I will read the English, of course. I promise they say the same thing. 
Thank you to all our fans for caring so deeply about Pokemon. Recently, I shared the news that some Pokemon cannot be transferred into Pokemon Sword and Shield. I've read all your comments, and I appreciate your love and your passion for Pokemon. Just like all of you, we are passionate about Pokemon, and each and every one of them is in very important to us. After many years of developing Pokemon video games, this was a very difficult decision for me. I'd like to make one thing clear. Even if a specific Pokemon is not available in Sword and Shield, that does not mean it will appear in future games. The world of Pokemon continues to evolve. The Galar region offers new Pokemon to encounter, trainers to battle, and adventures to embark on. We are pouring our hearts into these games, and we look forward to joining you on this journey, Masuda. So just to um, edit a, a word that you missed there, it does not mean that they will not appear, not appear. in future games. Future games. That's oh, a, what did that's I say? Kind of an important, <laughs> it's like it, the most critical. Yeah, it's the critical part right there. You kind of, <laughs> does, it kind of implied that, that they were they dead forever. Never coming back. <laughs> never. We are paring it down. No. That's next week's They're Friday They're actually posting. going to put out a, a, like a virus slash worm, and it's going to crawl through all the previous games and just erase these Pokemon. What, what do you mean? Audino? That never existed. Come on now. Why would we make what? such a foolish thing? That makes thing? no sense. Audino who? You have two sides of this, right? You have the, the, the audience that the National Dex was not super important to them. This... Statement to them is like, okay, they acknowledged everyone that I've seen complaining. Um, and then you have the other side who is passionate about the national decks. And then this message does nothing for them, right? It's the, uh, we heard, yeah. we heard you. We don't care. That's not what he said. He said he appreciates their passion. That's different <laughs> from we don't care. Yeah. Uh, you guys are, you guys have real jobs. I don't. <laughs> I have a, yes, I have a real job, yes. How, how, feel free to be critical, how businessy does this sound? How PR-y does this sound? Or do you think this is, this comes off across genuine? This is more genuine than most PR things. Yeah. Um, if it was businessy, he would have said a business reason for the yeah. decision. <laughs> like, we did not have enough financial resources right. to support this in the, or there are not enough integrated circuit components in the Nintendo Switch to handle the fantastic Pokemon. No, he didn't say that. All he said was like, you know, I'm, I'm not making an excuse. Yeah. I'm not even giving you a reason why. All I'm saying is don't give up hope and you'll see your little buddies in the future. And yeah. that's, that's the way it's going to be. It's still definitely. Like you can tell, this has been run through five layers of legal, uh, just to make sure that nothing is going to get people in trouble. But it is definitely more—it's more personal than most sort of PR press releases are. It—it—it's—it—it it, it, at least it may not be genuine sentiment, but it's worded in a way that makes it feel more genuine, and that's what they probably wanted. I won't speak on his actual feelings because I don't know them. So uh, a couple things. Uh, I don't think I, I said uh, I probably said this on my pod uh, on the Twitch streams multiple times uh, because since I do stream daily, I have my thoughts already out there. 
And then I just hopefully form better thoughts by then. So in podcast form, it sounds like I actually make some sense. But I don't think there was... uh, That's not the case at all. All right, fair. I don't think there was really anything he could have said to make people that are upset feel better. The two things I saw going around was, well, they didn't even say why. Um, And to go back to your point uh, for both of you... Any why would have been no. to those people making an excuse. Uh, they did say why, uh, which we're going to get to after we are done talking about this. And the other thing was uh, they could have said, well, we plan to fix this with with an update. <laughs> I think uh, whether people want to accept it or not, an update ain't coming. They're not they're like DLC, a patch like that is not in the cards at this time. Well, how many Pokemon games have had downloadable patches in the past? A I can few. think of uh, X and Y had pa- one. Patch- because yeah, of the are we talking like pat like patches to fix the game? Yeah, uh, I have them in front of me. Ah, uh, but as for like actual downloadable content, I mean none. I and none. I've been doing this podcast since Heart Gold Soul Silver. And if you want to go back eight years and you want to listen to how naive me and the other people on the show were about, you know, being excited. Uh, his name is Aaron Spriggs, not Will Anderson. <laughs> but how, like, excited we were that, oh, Black and White will get this DLC, or, oh, Black and White 2 will be DLC, or finally, X and Y, we're going to get this DLC, and, okay, just don't, uh, Sun and Moon will finally, like, it ain't coming. <laughs> no. Unfortunately. And, you know, like, any... Any sort of why would just have been gasoline on a fire, right? Like, there's no anything that's not going to, for people who are dead set on this being the worst thing that's ever happened, it's just going to fuel more clickbait videos on YouTube. The real reason why... Pokemon oh, has yes. killed everybody. And, and of course, and like, there's always people like with a... Because you can give any response. It doesn't Correct. have to be based in logic or, or reason. Like, you could say, they said, oh, we didn't do it because we found out that if we did it, um, ships would crash, oil tankers would crash, and the oceans would be filled with oil. And then somebody's going to say, well, my dad works for Exxon, and uh, Exxon <laughs> and Valdez actually didn't have an environmental did. impact, so that's so, not like a non-real reason. So wash them birds. Throwbacks to the 80s. <laughs> wash them birds. Shout out to uh, uh, Squared in my Discord community who did post all the patches when I when some people were talking about them. Uh, X and Y is at uh, version 1.5, so five patches, ideally, full five major patches. Uh, Auras got to 1.4, and then Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon got to 1.2. Wow. That's not a lot. No, no. so the big one... That people remember was was the don't save out, out don't save in the outside. It was don't save in the Pokemon <laughs> Center or outside of outside the Pokemon don't save Center outside. in Lumio City. I think was the You'll big die. one. Die. Uh, I don't remember auras. Uh, X and Y also had the sky drop gravitation. Uh, sky drop gravity issue. I think as well. Yeah. Um, Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon had, oh man, what, well, Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon had the string shot issue. Do you guys remember that? No, I do not. 
Uh, there was oh. an issue with StringShot. I don't remember what it did. Uh, what was but they it? They had to remove StringShot from competitive VGC for like six <laughs> months. <laughs> that was a good one. The cool thing here uh, is that Pokemon games have been patched ever since Ruby and Sapphire. So this is some trivia for you guys. Hopefully, um, I, the people who are angrily listening to this part and still are mad that they were mad last week, they're mad this week still, and thank you for all the hate mail. I do appreciate it. But some trivia here, so hopefully lighten it, is that the first game Pokemon games to ever get patched were actually Ruby and Sapphire, at least yeah, I remember that. that I know. Um, there was a one. bug in that game. So after you play Ruby and Sapphire for 365 days, the clock will break and your berries will no longer grow. Yep. <gasps> yeah. That's the so, worst timeline. This is why I went to Pokemon Rocks in Chicago by myself because it was the easiest way to get the patch. Because yes. you could just bring it over, and they were they like had a long line of where you just stood in line, and you walked up, and then they patched your game. And so I brought all of mine, and I waited in that line for an hour because everybody was there to get their games patched. And I had all of my games patched, and then I, you know, made ten year olds cried by beating them in VGC. <laughs> so there was a couple ways to get the patch. You could send your game to Nintendo. Nah. Uh, you could do what Greg did. Uh, realistically, though, um, back in the day when they couldn't patch games, they would just re-release those cartridges with the update. So the first, obviously, batch of cartridges that went out did not have that update, which had the issue. But if you traded uh, or battled with somebody with Fire Red, Leaf Green, or Emerald, uh, it would actually give you the patch through that fight. Yes. Yep. Um, also, if you used... Ruby and Sapphire, and you interacted with Gale of Darkness, Colosseum, the Wishmaker bonus disc. Uh, it will that would also insert the berry patch into your game. So just some just some fun trivia about uh, well, Ruby also, and Sapphire. Like, the Eon ticket was a big thing to also help spread the patch around because it was like you wanted to try to get the Eon ticket from whoever had it, and then also would patch the send the patch along it was a whole it was a whole thing so now going back to the statement here by masuda we haven't ever seen substantial deals we haven't seen any dlc for pokemon games and i think the reason for that is because it's our fault as fans and i'm not i'm not defend look i'm not defending the pokemon company here but just like looking at their history of how they release games even going back to something like Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon, you could argue that any other video game franchise would have made the Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon content DLC. Adding five new Pokemon, adding one new Lycanroc form, adding Rainbow Rocket, adding the move tutors to the beach, and I... I I don't think anyone really cared for the new story. I think I, I, universally, a lot of people liked the Sun and Moon story over the Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon story. But that being Did said... Did also add Mantine Surf? Oh, okay, yeah, sure. Mantine, let's not forget let's, Mantine Surf. Let's talk about the amazing part of Mantine Surf. But almost every other video game yes. in the world would have done that as DLC. And Pokemon has been doing that for 20-some years. You know, Platinum could have 
well, I mean, <laughs> ideally Platinum could have been DLC to Diamond and Pearl. Emerald could have been DLC to Ruby and Sapphire. But why? When you know that these games sell millions of copies, right? Again, not defending, but if you release Sword and Shield and they sell, they're projected to sell more than X and Y, uh, according to the investor meetings and everything. X and yep. Y sold 16 million, or I think, I'm sorry, I don't have it yeah. right in front of me, but I think it's six, I think it's 15.71 million or something like that. But if, if these games are projected to sell 16 million, and we know that the, uh, the quote unquote, the sequels or the third versions or whatever sell less than that, but still sell pretty well. Do you make DLC for a game that sold 16 million copies with the hope that that DLC sells one to two more million copies? Or do you make a third version that at bare minimum, based on just numbers in the past, I think Black and White 2 was the worst selling third copy or second or sequel, whatever you want to call it. And that yeah, sold were... 8 million copies. Yeah, yeah it sold 8 million copies. Literally like... any video game company would love to sell just yeah. like 1 million copies. Yeah. I mean, it's funny because it's like the first set are like 16 million and then the third one sells half. Half is still a lot. That's a lot of copies going out. Not enough for my wallet. Well, it's enough for mine. As a company, they have this proven track record, and I'm sure their investors love it, and I'm sure the Pokemon company loves it, and I'm sure Nintendo loves it. Ideally, you know, if if you're already keeping Pokemon in the ecosystem of we have a game almost every year, we have these plushes every month, we have this TCG every three months, we have this brand new season of the anime that only takes yeah. like two months off. Yeah, it's a freight train that you have to stop. If you're going to stop a mainline game, you are you are putting the brakes to a very, very large train that has to suddenly come to a stop, and there had better be something else coming along. They did take like, 2015 off. That was between yep. Omega Ruby and Sun and Moon. So they they have taken years off before. Again, I'm not defending it. I'm just saying that... Why would they spend time updating this game when it's going to sell incredibly well and when they can make another copy that is also going to sell incredibly well? It's just it's yeah. just not worth their time um, no. to do that. Well, and also look at the Pokemon games that do have DLC. Uh, you got Pokemon Shuffle. You got yep. Pokemon Go. They're all the free-to-plays where they're actually making their money by continuing to keep you engaged. If there was some way... Yeah. To make a Pokemon game where you had to pay to kind of like get improvements or advantages or another thing, then we might get DLC. Yeah, I don't I don't want Pokemon main console games to go to a microtransaction thing. I will say the only thing that sort of frustrates me about a lot of the conversation is the constant statements that Game Freak is without passion or lazy or any sort of value judgment about the decision that they made because from from a looking ahead the amount of pokemon is only going to get worse and that decision had to be made at some point for the continuing of the series for the continuing of a lot of things at some point they were going to have to make the call 
Because in 2050, when they have 2 million Pokemon, <laughs> and it takes, you know, whatever it takes to try to fit them on a cartridge, like, at some point, they had to make a decision. This is that point. They decided we're switching to a brand new console. It, it interacts in a different way than we've had in the past. I, I still think that the uncomfortable truth that everybody has whispered about like we've had the on this program for years. What are they going to do when we hit a thousand? What are they going to do when we hit two thousand? Well, we're here, and this is what they're doing. They're going to keep the pixelated versions that are easy storage on your home that is connected to the cloud, that's connected on their servers, that is an online service that they don't have to worry about the storage of your phone, that they can take care of it and don't have to worry about it. Steve sings the praises of an online cloud storage every Twitch stream, or at least whenever I tune in, uh. <laughs> they're going to keep it safe. And that is a very different thing than playing the game that can be played not connected to the internet the entire time. So I, like, if the surest way to make me angry about this is to state that XYZ person in this company is lazy because they made a business decision that we all knew they had to make. We don't have to like it. We've never had to like it. You never have to like it. But I think we all knew at some point they were going to make the call. I... That point is now. Okay, so I know a lot of people didn't like Let's Go, and that's fine, right? Right. You don't, you don't have to like every single Pokemon video game. I, I surely didn't. I've been... Uh... Uh, I didn't. No, you're right. <laughs> I didn't like Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire. And you're wrong. During that time on the podcast, our, the busiest season for this podcast is obviously November, right? When a game comes out and the things that we do to, you know, kind of stand out as a podcast is we've done those mini series. We've done them through X, since X and Y. And I didn't like Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire so much that I stopped the miniseries. I just wasn't having fun with it. And that's okay. That's fine. I didn't like yell at Greg and tell him not to have fun with it. Well, that is not Greg, true. Greg, stop having fun. You yell at me for a lot of things. I know. Well, I know uh, that <laughs> a lot of people didn't like Let's Go. But I, 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 am, I do not like the comments that Game Freak has lost passion or they don't care about Pokemon anymore or they're, they're, they're very dedicated to town uh, because we don't know what we don't know, right? We don't know how many people are working on town. Right. Well, and town doesn't have a freight train behind it, right? Town is a new thing. If town gets delayed, nobody is going to care. Like, it could be five people working on town because they <laughs> right. wanted it. Like, there, nobody is anxiously anticipating town's release date. Will said this in, in Slack, but, you know, we bring up Reddit or we bring up Twitter is because there's a lot of misinformation. And the reason we bring it up uh, is to is the same reason we brought up the RAM issue in Let's Go Pikachu, Let's Go Eevee. Somebody on the Internet said the reason you're not getting shinies is because you're not resetting your RAM and the game is remembering all of the Pokemon that you've seen, and it's not remember the shiny, so you have to go out the door and go back in, and that blew up, and everyone believed it, and there was literally no proof, and the people who asked for proof... I actually came up with a, a, an even better analogy. Five days later, this. the guy was like, oh, I lied about it because I didn't like Joe from Cerebi. What <laughs> is happening? Yeah, that was, that what? was wild. 
So that was so, the wildest turn of events. I loved it. So the analogy I was talking to my buddy Zach today, and he was like, "Why are Steve and Greg saying these things?" Of course, he didn't put me in mix with you two. Um, like, why are you guys addressing this this way? Blah 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 blah. And I said, "Here's here's what it is." Twitter and Reddit and Facebook and people are putting all of these angry, vitriolic posts and everything. That is the equivalent of a crying baby on an airplane. And when you've got 200 people on an airplane, 199 of them are okay with the trip. Maybe not happy because they're in coach, but, you know, they're like, I'm getting to go where I want to go, right? I'm getting a Pokemon game. Maybe I'm not happy that it's not all the Pokemon, but I'm getting a trip. I'm getting my voyage. And then there's that one crying baby and it doesn't mm-hmm. stop crying. And all of a sudden, 20 people are now aggravated that they're on a plane. <laughs> and then as the baby keeps crying and crying and screaming and yelling, and it's like, it's it's not changing the trip. Everybody's still on the voyage, but more and more people on the plane are aggravated. They can't rest. They can't concentrate. They can't think about the positive things that they're hoping for getting out of this trip because that baby is screaming and crying. It's like, can we try to maybe give the baby some orange juice or change its diaper or do something to quiet it down so it can relax and everybody can get back to their positive thoughts of what they're hoping for from their trip, vacation, and everything that this voyage is taking them to. Also, the baby has a gun to keep shooting at me. Like, <laughs> no, let's that, be real. That is these a- people. These people, these, there are people who, who, even if you're like, stop, will tag you, will DM you, will email you because you, they won't stop. Like, it's like, not only is the baby on the trip, but the baby is sending me voice messages of its crying. The baby analogy is good. Uh, I just, I just want to say that the couple things that did We're gonna pop get up. so much trouble for comparing complainers to babies. <laughs> it's me, it's William like R. Anderson. William, William R. Anderson called you all babies. At Wash in the Sink on Twitter. At Wash in the Sink. <laughs> okay, a couple things that did happen that was, uh, that popped up was uh, Nintendo... Uh, again, these are these are things that have no proof. This is just like the RAM issue where it was like, you got to go through the door to reset your RAM to get your shinies. That was never proven. And to that point, the guy was like, I lied about it. Uh, but the one was, uh, I know somebody who works at Nintendo and they're very happy, <laughs> unhappy with Game Freak and they're putting pressure on Game Freak uh, because they're unhappy. And there's this uh, the, this pressure building between the two companies. And then it's like, okay, if for some reason you buy that with no proof, you're talking about the same Nintendo that featured uh, Game Freak's town in one of their directs. That That's the Nintendo putting pressure on Game Freak because they're unhappy, but they're going to go ahead and feature their non-Pokemon game during their Nintendo Direct. Okay, sure. I mean, whatever. Have 20,000 upvotes and believe it because that person provided no proof. Sure. That's the world we live in. So that's like the reason why we address that kind of stuff. Like, the two things I want to accomplish with this show is have a place where somebody can be driving in their car or or running on the treadmill and get their Pokemon news without going from site to site to site to site. Uh, Because I can already tell you, we're not delivering delivering your Pokemon news fastest uh, because (laughs) you have to wait till Monday to get it. And number two is just to make you laugh and to have a good time. And the main reason I started this podcast was because I wanted to... I didn't have anyone to talk 
to about Pokemon, and I wanted to find a podcast that I could listen to people talk about Pokemon, and it didn't exist, so I had to make it, and here we are. So, if anything, I want to provide accurate news, and I'm sure we've gotten things wrong in the past, and I apologize for that, but I also want to provide a place where people feel like they're having a good time listening. Uh, but then, yeah. to finally go back to my point of, of Game Freak is uh, they're being lazy and they're not passionate. Again, we'll ignore Let's Go Pikachu, Let's Go Eevee. But Game Freak literally released one of the best games they've ever made. And that game was called Pokemon Quest. And I tell me what was lazy about that game. Tell me that Tell me that game wasn't didn't have an ounce of passion in it. Because, like, if anything, that game was so creative and so fresh, and yes, it was a very short game. But just because it was a short, bite-sized game doesn't mean that it was bad or passionless or lazy. That was one of the best Pokemon experiences I had, even if it only lasted a week. It was such a charming and delightful game, and a twist on what we've seen Pokemon games do before. Like, if anything, that game showed that they've they can branch out and try different things with pokemon and it still feel and capture pokemon like that game is so good i don't know maybe i'm wrong i i love that game though i i was very neutral on the game like it just it didn't it didn't scratch the same itch that it scratched for you but it doesn't have to like i can still see that game as something unique and fun and the people who loved it loved it but it just didn't do anything for me. Like, I played it for a day, and I'm like, eh, I'm out. We're, we're not your high school, college professors. We're not the government. We're not well, even NBC Broadcasting or whatever, it, Fox News. We're, we're a podcast for entertainment purposes. We may <laughs> be is, the government. Wink, wink. Shh. The this truth is, is out our, there. Our only responsibility is to entertain. <laughs> That's our, our, <laughs> all we're trying to do. I make absolutely zero dollars off of this. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah I, I make negative. Negative Actually, dollars. True, same. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still waiting my pay, for my pay, paycheck from ISE Inc. Oh, I'll, let you know when, I'll let you know when ISE Inc. is formed. <laughs> okay, so we started this conversation, probably got a little off topic and went down some different roads. We started this conversation saying that there was no excuse or no reason why. It was just, we heard you. We ain't doing anything. <laughs> yep. Not not for this one. The, the ship the ship is, is in the bus. The excuse, or it, whether you want to believe it or not, at E3, they said two things. They said, we can't include all the Pokemon because we're working on new animations, working on uh, a more balanced competitive... Uh, to make all Pokemon usable. I, I don't... I, I believe the new animation stuff. I don't fully believe the competitive stuff. So why? with Okay, why don't you believe that one? I was going to start with the easy one. <laughs> no, no, no. The easy one is the easy one. We're going to start with the why don't you believe the competitive one. Because when I went to Poke Analytics, where we have 800 Pokemon in Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon, 26 are used before we get to less than 1%. And if we get 500 in this game, how is that not them focusing on trying to make that percentage more than 26? Or how you how they focus on competitive before is the symbols. 
Right. The in X and Y was the hexagon. In Sun and Moon, it was the plus. So if you're making a competitive game, if the new symbol is a a diamond, uh, you can only use diamond Pokemon in this game. Which means if you caught a Pikachu in you know X and Y, you, even though Pikachu we know is in Sword and Shield, you can't use that Pikachu in X and Y. And at first, I thought, well, maybe. It's because they are are cutting down moves and they don't want specific like egg moves to be there. So for example, if we don't allow if we don't allow Starmie to be in this game, then that's a bad example. Hold on. Uh, let me give you a worse example that uh I can't remember <laughs> I can't remember the specific move, but when I was berating Murkrow, there was a specific move that I can only learn with Spirit Tomb. Uh, it could only be breed with Spiritomb to get this move as an egg move, and so I was like, okay, uh, if they if Murkrow's in this game and Spiritomb's not in this game, that means you can't get that specific egg move for Murkrow, right? Because that's the only way to get it. Let's just say it's it's Sucker Punch. I don't think it is, but let's for the part of this example. So in X and Y and Sun and Moon, you could get a Murkrow with Sucker Punch by breeding with Spiritomb, but in this game, because they want to focus on competitive. There's no spirit tomb, so there's no way to get Sucker Punch. Except there is. You just breed Sucker Punch in Sun and Moon, then transfer it into home, and then breed that Murkrow with Sucker Punch with another Murkrow that knows Sucker Punch. So not even that example gets like fixes that situation, right? There's still a way around it. Was it superpower? It sounds like superpower. I don't know what it was. Uh, it might have been nasty plot. Uh, could be nasty plot. But so even 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 that situation doesn't get you out of that. So if you're cutting Pokemon for competitive, but in past games you just had symbols, why wasn't the symbol thing good enough? Unless so two things I can buy, but we don't know, right? Right. Number one is there are drastically reworking abilities and moves. They right, usually like, like- change like you know five or six moves a game. Well, they also change stats. They have been known on multiple occasions to rebalance stats. So a number of Pokemon have seen their attacks, special attacks, altered between generations. And we don't know that they're doing it here, but they may be. Like, the thing is, is that it's it's a lot of speculation as to why. It's also like, how many are they including as a speculation? But... For all we know, the Galar region Pokemon will have wildly different stats than they had anywhere else. But, you know, e- even simpler than that, um, which I agree with you, Greg, completely. They they change stats. They change move pools for particular Pokemon it, from game to game. It's it's so subtle that if you're not looking for it, you don't notice it. And especially but the like, competitive not, people I, notice it. Exactly. Like, if you're not competitive, you don't. But like travel back to 2014, 2015. If they came out with a game and said, uh, "Oh yeah, we're just um, we're not we're not going to have the genies." in these games, the competitive scene would have yeah. just exploded yeah. in joy because yeah. everybody yeah, yeah. was so angry yeah, so about having the genies and so tired of seeing them on every single But you team. don't have to cut them. You just make a rule saying that they they can make any rules they want. 
They can right. say, yeah, but then you make one but, rule that like these Pokemon that can be captured in game are banned, and it's like, why are they banned? It's like, but here's the thing: no, can, no, they don't. They do categories, rule, but that doesn't sort of stop the proliferation of hacked ones. It doesn't like people hacking that into the game or hacking it so that one appears and has the dot, so it gets past the light checks that happen. Like, there's a lot that happens that just not including them in the code. But, but it's not like, a, when, when they ban Pokemon from the games, which is like what Steve is saying. They ban categories. They ban right. mythicals. They ban all the legendaries, or they no, say the, you can have they, two of the legendaries. They've banned specific Pokemon before, like Ash Greninja is not a mythical, not a legendary, but it is well been because banned. it may as well be a mythical because <laughs> yeah, it's distribution it's only. So, so the counter argument to that is if they cared about balance in past games. Then why do they let Pokemon like Mega Rayquaza compete? It's so incredibly powerful that, like, if they cared about balance, it is it is the opposite of balance. I mean, for the obvious reason, market research. Would you stop with your market <laughs> research? No, it's true. Okay, so if you're going to build a new game and you want things that go toe to toe, you are going to allow. The whole field, so they can see what floats to the top, what is overpowered, what is impossible to deal with, and then your next game, you're going to come up with answers for those. Or you're going to say, these are so powerful, we don't have a good answer that's not going to break the game, so we're not going to include them. So, let's look at fairy type. The only addition that's brand new that solved a lot of dragon problems. And a lot of fighting problems and a lot of dark problems. They added a complete type to fix that problem. And I, I think, well, in, in these kinds of arguments, too, there's also an assumption that the people who are making these decisions and making these designs are hyper-intelligent, almost omniscient beings who can foresee the outcome of every small right. decision in Heck no, they're human beings just like me and you. And it's like, maybe I didn't get my potato salad on Thursday, so I kind of missed the fact that Mega Rayquaza was going to ruin everything. Yeah. You I know, mean, it can happen. It can happen. But also, to say, like, they included these and it was way unbalanced, they include a lot of things. Like, you use, it's a common use case scenario. Like, it's a stress test. Let's have 400 people hit this server isn't prepared. Does it fly or does it crash? And if it crashes, we can find out why it crashes. Like, you can't fix something if you don't know it's broke. So you open it up to everybody and let it break and say, this is broken. And now I mean, we know what we need to fix. They let Bayonetta in Smash Bros. <laughs> okay. Right? Yeah. And then true. everybody complained about Bayonetta and everything. But, you know, that's... They let everybody into Smash Bros. Let's be real. At this point, I'm going to be in Smash Bros. Ultimate, ultimate. Watch for my DLC. Five bucks. Coming soon. Their their excuse, one of two, was we want to make it more competitive, or we want to work on the competitive scene. They haven't shown that, right? They haven't. Yeah, but they haven't shown anything. (laughs) That's true. They haven't shown (laughs) a lot. If people are okay with that, they need to show that. And I don't right. know if just changing some abilities or changing okay, but I'm or changing some moves is 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 good enough for that. Unless they're saying 
one of two things. The first thing is when they meant when they meant that we're making it more competitive. They could have easily meant we're making it so you can pick any Pokemon in Galar, yeah, and go through the story and feel like the Pokemon you've picked has an edge, has or is, ha- good. is yeah. good enough to go through the story, right? If it, I've made this joke before, but not a lot of people. Going through, uh, you know, Heart Gold, Soul Silver with Dunsparce on their team. I know Greg loves it. Me, but it was like, me. No one's leading with Dunsparce I against am. the Elite Four. <laughs> but but even I different am. from Serene that. Serene Grace Dunsparce is amazing. There's there's a different scenario here, right? What we always say is the team that you use to play the game through is, is not, not a competitive, competitive team. <laughs> no, right? No, no. it's maybe, not. Maybe they're making that change. They but could be. Th- they, there could be, right? Like, I try, and this is not a main series game, but I tried to go through Gale of Darkness with Del Caddy, and it was Painful. impossible. It was yeah. not, it was to the point where it was not fun, where like you would send out Del Caddy, it was, just, it would, it was too slow, it would get one shot. Uh, it would, you would do its like best move, which uh, it was Hyper Beam, it would do like 10% damage. Is something that wouldn't even like it was just so painful and awful and there are pokemon like that in you know like sun and moon right like yeah uh i don't know i'm sure <laughs> yeah, young goose they're real go- hard to use uh, and i'm sure there's definitely somebody like anytime i say like no one's going through the elite four with dunsparce i know there are people that are doing it but like the but- vast majority of people are going to be like especially if if you're playing a pokemon game you get to the Elite Four, you see the credits, you're completely done. Those people are going to pick Pokemon that are convenient. That's why we made that, like, Wooloo yeah. joke, is, like, if, yeah. if you only have six Pokemon on your team, and every time you send out Wooloo, if it, if it doesn't do damage or if it dies right away, and you see another cool Pokemon, well, guess what? You might think Wooloo's the cutest thing ever, but... You're going to you're going to make the cut for another cuter Pokemon, and you're going to cut <laughs> stat wise the weakest link. So yeah. if Game Freak is saying that what we mean by competitive is like the competitive nature of going through the story, they should have maybe reworded that a little bit differently. But maybe uh, I, that's... we're still months out. Yes, but okay. Like I'm going to use an example f- that will make sense probably to Steve and nobody else. In May. They did the press tour for Final Fantasy fourteen, and there's a big disclaimer that the stats you're seeing on the move tooltips may not be final, because the easiest thing to change are stats, right? You're just changing a number, and the game knows how to calculate it out. And it was true. Half of the things that they showed in that press tour that the people copied and posted on the internet vastly different when the game launched this last Friday for early access. A ton of things got moved down. Like, they're maybe showing the competitive side or what they mean because they haven't nailed down those stats yet, and they're not going to nail it down until they have to program it in, like, September. So, yeah, they're not going to show that yet because they're still going to have to put up a disclaimer. These stats, these move power levels, these things are not yet final. Like, we could see that whatever move is new is at listed at 65, and then when the game gets released, it's at 75, because in all of their testing, they realized it was underpowered, or they realized it was overpowered. Like, that is a hard thing to show this far out, especially when you're still having quality assurance people battle everybody in their company and saying, 
how does this feel? What is this doing? What's the data? Every game doesn't show you the final numbers because those are so easy and so readily changed. So I don't expect them to say, here's the stat moves we're making, because it's probably not yet decided. That's the easy part to change. I mean, I'm, I don't disagree. Because <laughs> my, my, my dancer's cure got nerfed between the press relief and the actual game. And I'm, I'm bummed about it. The other reason they, they said is because of Pokemon animation. Now, whether you or not, we talked about this last week, you like the new Pokemon animations. <laughs> that's up to you. But the thing they haven't shown, uh, and the thing that we know exists is some sort of Pokemon refresh or Pokemon of me or whatever you right. call it. We've seen one screenshot of it and it's a Sobble crying in front of a forest. If they're saying we need new animations and people, they didn't say battle animations, or at no. least I don't think they did. If there are a hundred new Pokemon, I could maybe buy the competitive so- sense of we're fitting these a hundred Pokemon in with these, I don't know, 400 old Pokemon, and we're changing stats, and we're changing abilities, and we're making all of these fit, and if we had to do that for 800 Pokemon and not 400 right. Pokemon, that would have taken more time, and we're going to you know, use this as a baseline for future games, so when we implement Pokemon like Gorbis, because we sure know that Gorbis is getting the cut, that maybe hey. in the future, when Gorbis shows up... <laughs> I think we can safely say none of the Ultra Beasts or Tapus are coming over. They do not have a passport. Maybe when Gorbis does return in the future, people will be more willing to use it. But we need—we're gonna cut it down to five hundred, hundred new, four hundred old. We're gonna make it. Maybe that's what they're doing. And if they are, cool. But, if if not, I mean, I don't think I'm gonna lose sleep because I don't really but, compare. Okay. I mean, pe- people also focus on just the Pokemon. There are attacks too. There are what two thousand unique attacks or something like that. Uh, Some I think insane amount. Seven hundred eighty-one. And they're adding. Uh, how many more? Like, well, if anything, they need. I feel like they need to cut attacks. They need to do they, like a Final Fantasy thing. They probably do. And they say like, need to cut some out. Ember needs to turn into flamethrower at this point. Like, there's a lot of bubble things that needs or- to turn into bubble beam. Like, why? Yeah. Why do we have? Like, like, why would you ever use? Like, I could see a difference between bite and crunch because bite does right. flinch, crunch lowers uh, yeah. defense. But like, there's no difference between Ember and flamethrower besides the damage output. Right. And there is, it's not just the Pokemon. It's all of their moves that are being looked at. It's all of the power. It's all of the animations for those moves. If they keep bite and crunch, do you make them look different so that people say, oh, that bite looks smaller than the big powerful crunch? Like, we don't, there's just so many things that happen in those games that we just don't think about and take for granted. Um, if they're going to try to make like flamethrower not come out of score bunny's foot it maybe come out of its hands or out of its ears like that's part of the animation that has to go into that like there's a lot of things behind the scenes that go into we're making things better so if you're going to say wingle doesn't flap his wings correctly okay one footage isn't final two that is maybe one one hundredth or one one thousandth of the things that they're animating in that game. And I'll, I'll come at you guys from a different right, angle. Come you at ready? Me. Yeah. I will say 
what you, what we really have to be thinking of is the wild area, yep. right? Because movable yes, camera. Statement number one: Will Anderson enjoyed. I enjoyed. Let's go Pikachu. I have fun with that game. It's fun. Statement number two: Yes, there's Pokemon in the overworld, but boy, oh boy, all they do is walk around in circles. <laughs> Flap oh, that's Steelix. That's Steelix. Fly back flew. and forth. But so this is this is an animation issue. That right? Vespaquin was going to come and wreck you for being in that wild area. I, that either way, Vespaquin. but let me see an animation of a Pidgey that like flies in and lands and pecks at the ground to get a little wormple or something, or no! some flip babies flying around, some flowers and stiffing. Like, let's see some unique activities in the Pokemon in the overworld that aren't constrained to extremely limited areas. Like, part of the charm of playing Detective Pikachu was seeing the Pokemon interacting with their environments in each having their own unique different way. Right, yeah, that you really lost in Let's Go because in Let's Go, all they do is dirtle around in circles or back and forth, and it's like, why is that Rattata walking over there and then it disappears into the grass? It's like give them some purpose, add into the animations so that they have a variety of actions and they look like they really belong in the world. It's like take it to the next step, and you can't yeah. do that, and you can't do that for a thousand Pokemon. I mean, I <laughs> can, I can definitely buy into. The animation excuse, reason, whatever, uh, but I think a lot of people are jumping to, like, the battle animations, and on this very show, I think a year ago, when we were, or, or right when, even maybe six months ago, when the show was announced, or when this these games were being rumored or talked about, and everyone was like, what do you want to see, Steve, for the new Pokemon game? I think I said, if anything... I would like to see battle animations improved. I'm pretty sure those words have been said. Yeah, you've been saying me. that for a long time. For a lot, yeah. You've been saying that forever. And if they don't, I mean, if they don't do new battle animations, and if they don't look as good as they looked in Battle Revolution or Stadium 2, because there are some pretty unique animations you know, in those games. I'm surprised at the amount of love Battle Revolution is suddenly getting for how much people hated that game at the time. Yeah. Uh, the game, it's funny how the tide has turned on that game. If, if they don't do like new specific battle animations, that's fine. I mean, uh, I'm going to turn them off eventually. I'm going to look at all of them and then go, okay, well... I've seen them a million times, and they add two seconds each, and I'm going to do the same repetitive task here, whether that's leveling or hunting or grinding, um, so I'm going to turn them off. But when they told me, when they said as an excuse they're going to work on animations, I just assumed off the bat, oh, Pokemon Ami, or Pokemon Refresh, or whatever that new thing is going to be called, and if that is a more advanced thing than what it has been in the past. Uh, like animations doesn't specifically mean battle. No, it does mean battle. I, I, How dare you? Those those are the two. Okay, so those are the two excuses. Competitive and animations. And they're just excuses. Who knows? We'll see when the game comes. I'm it may be an extreme letdown, in which case we cancel all series. The podcast goes off air and we burn <laughs> it all to the ground. Yes. But yeah, why criticize something before it even exists? Wow. 
I, I mean, like, <sighs> okay, that I, I, I'm gonna push against that. Like, people, people can, people should constructively express their disappointment. Like they did tell you months in advance, so that you could be prepared and disappointed for what your expectations are. And I think it's valid to criticize or state that I am disappointed in this feature. I don't think it's valid to speculate wildly, um, to state the motives, intentions of people you don't know or don't met, haven't met, to state the relative professionalism of those people, or I don't think it's valid to sit in a VGC Twitch stream and spam bring back the national decks on a Twitch stream for people who are completely oblivious as to what you're doing that the actual powers that be aren't watching. Like, there's a way to constructively express your displeasure. Like, write them a letter. Like, Nick was correct. If you write the company a actual letter, spell out your thoughts and why it's disappointing and what you expected to get out of it, that carries weight. If you're just going to say, I want National Decks back and I don't know why, or it's because we've always had it, or the super one that's making me just bonkers is people saying, well, the tagline has got to catch them all. That has not been the tagline since 2003. <laughs> they killed it after Gen 2. It was, it in, it was also an American-specific tagline. It was never right. used in Japan. And the only reason why you remember it is because of the polka rap, which is a real good song. But it's not actual. It's not actually a command. And transferring eight hundred Pokemon into your Pokemon new game isn't, isn't catching, catching them, all. them all. It's literally transferring it's them over. Gotta transfer. You, transfer even them if you all. believed gotta the gotta catch Pokemon. them all, the gotta catch them all still works because you're catching a hundred new Pokemon. 100. You're catching the the norm the regional decks. And for catch the, the and for the record, I don't. I, I do know how many new Pokemon there are because I read the leak. But Don't I'm, tell me. I'm going to just continue to say 100 because it's a very easy number. <laughs> Sounds good to me. Yep. Because I don't want to spoil it for anyone. But I'm just going to continue saying 100. If I mean, if you looked up the leak, you you know how many the leaker has has leaked. And he could be wrong. But if I mean, he's been he's been right, literally every single point of the way. But he could be wrong on this. Can we talk about masters now. <laughs> we didn't talk about this stuff last week. Because we had to, we have to, we have to talk about this in, 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 in sections. We're going to take a break. We're going to talk about Pokemon Masters. Oh, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. We're going to do question of the week, Pokemon of the week. That'll be our show. We will be right back. Dynamax. 
And we are back from our break. Uh, before I forget, we're almost... Oh, man, I already forgot. We're almost 700... <laughs> almost 700 uh, followers on Reddit. We're trying to grow our Reddit page. Reddit.com slash r slash super effective. One day I'll learn how to use Reddit. No, I won't. Nah, it's... it's mm... No, it's just not something to learn how to use. It's something that just infects you. Yeah, stay away I from I forget it exists until somebody says, hey, have you seen Reddit? Or, which has happened today, who has a dancer guide for Final Fantasy XIV? Oh, Reddit does. All right. I will say, Greg, the Final Fantasy XIV subreddit, pretty okay. Pretty nice there. <laughs> I mean, I think that's, like, in the MMO world, Final Fantasy XIV is seen as a bastion of goodwill <laughs> compared to everybody else. I will agree that in my, I don't know how many years I've been playing, I've only run into one person that I blocked. Oh, on Final That's Fantasy? It. Yeah. Um, anyways, speaking of blocking. Block my wallet, because Pokemon Masters is coming. There you go. That was, that was all of my money. Better, that was the best transition we could have done. Block my wallet. Alright. They had an 8 minute video of Pokemon Masters. That video is so good. The first six minutes of it is just a cartoon. <laughs> yeah, it's like all the best parts of Pokemon Organs with everybody together. Um, if you don't know what Pokemon Masters is, it's a game being developed. That will ruin me. And published by DNA. They have made Animal Crossing Pocket Camp, Fire Emblem Heroes, uh, Super Mario Run, if I'm not mistaken. There's probably another game in there that I'm forgetting. The Mario Kart, the Mario Kart game that's coming out this summer. Uh, this game is planned to release this summer. It is available There's for... There's not much summer left. IO, well, I summer know. just started. True, as well. Uh, IO, it's compatible on iOS and Android. Uh, no version numbers yet of which ones. It will be available in English, French, German, Italian, Japanese, Korean, Spanish, and traditional Chinese. It will be free to start. Mm-hmm. Um, Man, I want Caitlyn. And it will feature uh, strategic strategy and battle. It's a strategy and battle game for mobile devices featuring three-on-three battles in real time. Uh, in the game, a players will embark on an adventure to meet trainers and make new friends. Uh, it will take place in a new Pokemon world called the Island of Pasio. Yeah, it's not a great name. No. Ugh. Not a great name. Players will form three, a team of three sync pairs, a sync pair being a combination of trainers and their partner Pokemon. This means that players will command uh, three Pokemon and three trainers at the same time during a battle. Once a player has made friends with another sync pair, they can recruit those friends on their team and battle them to become champion of the prestigious... Pokemon Master League tournaments. Not also a good name. Nah. In addition, each sync, sync pair has a different role, such as strike or support. So it's important for players to evaluate the opponent, but also form a team of sync pairs that complement each other. For the very first time in a Pokemon game, trainers and their partner Pokemon uh, from every region will come together on Pasio to form sync pairs. 
Players can team up with duos such as Karina and Lucario, Brendan and Trico, Claire and Kingdra, and many more. The gathering of just such a diverse group of trainers will lead to unexpected counters and unfolding a new story. Three-on-three real-time battle mechanic... Yeah, that's going to be wild. ...in Pokemon Masters is a novel twist on Pokemon Battles. Players will be able to release a barrage of moves while their AI opponents unleash attacks at the same time. Each move requires a certain amount of players' move gauge, which will continuously refill over the course of battle. Hey, Greg, you know what else refills over the course of battle? (laughs) That sweet, sweet elixir in Clash Royale. So does this depend on how fast I tap? Maybe. Is this a tapping game? It doesn't look like it's a tapping game. It looks like um it looks like each move has a timer that you can hit down. And it, it feels like a it feels a little clash royale where like it does. that move pops up and you can send that move out. Which again, I'm still playing the garbage game Clash Royale, so I mean if this can burn Clash Royale into the dust and just make me a Pokemon master forever, I We'll see. This is my dream. Uh, also, I wasn't following their Twitter, and I have now corrected that mistake. Well, the big difference here, Greg, is Clash Royale has PvP. This game has none of that mentioned. Good. Uh, and I do not I, need... I've already seen people on the internet, this place we talk about a lot, very excited <laughs> for PvP. It has not... I'm not saying there's no PvP. But they have literally never mentioned it. Nope. <laughs> so I don't actually know if this game has it. I it feel like might. that's a bullet point. You probably I think it will... it'll be a DLC. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Three ninety nine battle against people and use emotes. All right. So no, okay. So no emotes. I do not need Cynthia sending me like Pikachu giving me the dropped eyelid tongue sticking out no thank you here are the that rudeness to yourself here cynthia are the key features real-time three-on-three battles yep players will experience an all-new thrill of commanding three pokemon and three trainers during battle while defending against their ai opponents team in real time they keep using this ai opponent team over and over in this press release uh all new locale to explore discover the new location the island of pasio uh, the rules of battles are different. Uh, they allow three-on-three sync pair. Adventure across Pasio to meet new trainers, earn badges, and enter uh, the Pokemon Master League. Pokemon trainers from every region witness trainers throughout the Pokemon video game series uh, interacting for their first time together. And stunning and original art experience beautiful characteristics and must-see battle animations. I just want to know if I can drop the person that's supposed to be me because all i get is a pikachu drop that from my team i don't need the protagonist on my team i want ones that i pick uh it looks like the models in this game specifically the pokemon are the same models we've seen in pokemon go in sun and moon in x and y uh those models that they've made for the whole yep future proof so they they do exist here they are getting their their fair share around pokemon games they're getting their money's worth from that. I have a list of uh, trainers uh, that will be appearing. I mean, if you watch yeah. the trailer, there's a lot going on. There's, I have a list of actual sync pairs here, but the trailer does have more. It shows Brock with a Snivy, which is just be blowing my mind right no, now. No, no, Brock's Pokemon is Onyx. Yep. 
Right. Yeah, but he catches the snivy and gives yeah, it a little because healing he's, spray. He's a support. Po- he's a support person. Yeah. Remember, the sink pairs help the other the people he's on catching, their team. He's catching Rose's snivy. I, I can't agree with this. That's the whole point. They're interacting for the first time. For the first time, <laughs> literally ever. the point of I, the game. <laughs> I can't agree with this. I'm against this. No, this is going to be the best. I don't want people working together. No. All right, so Join first thing pair will. is uh, Red and Charizard. Yep. Uh, the silent, uh, the silent type. This legendary, awesome Pokemon. Well, they're really talking up this. Yeah, they're talking up Red. Talking them up. Awesome Pokemon trainer hardly talks. His best friend is Blue, also his rival. And then his it says, husband. "Notice anything different about his clothes?" Um, and it says yeah. he appears in Heartgold, Soul Silver, and many others. Do you know what the difference is? Yeah, about his, his clothes. Jacket's different, and I don't. I I have a very small screenshot in front of me. Blue flames on his pants. Oh dear! He's got fire pants. That means he's a liar. Got uh, blue flame on his pants. Rock and Onyx appearing in Red and Blue and other games. Misty and Starmie in appearing in Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu. Let's Go Eevee. Rosa and Snivy appearing in black and white, black and white too. They all have descriptions about them. I'm not going to yeah. go through. Blue and Pidgeot from HeartGold to Silver. Cynthia and Garchomp from Diamond and Pearl. Iris and Haxorus from black and white too. Claire and Kingdra from HeartGold to Silver. Brendan and Trico from Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire. Flannery and Torkoal from Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire. Thornton and Bronzong from Platinum. Karina and Lucario from X and Y. Ace Rolla and Palosan from Sun and Moon. And Barry and Piplup from Diamond and Pearl. Now, the reason I read those, as you noticed, um, Acerola says Sun and Moon, although she does appear in Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon. Brendan appears in other games, but they specifically say Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire. Misty appears in many games. Right. And they say, let's go Pikachu, let's go Eevee. My assumption is there will be multiple of these characters. There will be a Misty from Let's Go. There will be a Misty from red and blue there will be a misty from yellow there will be a misty from Harkle soul silver because if anything in these trainer collector games is they give you the same characters in different outfits and possibly probably with a different uh, partner pokemon yeah so misty and starmie from let's go pikachu might be different than like misty and psyduck from Harkle soul silver red and charizard might be from Harkle soul silver but red and blastoise might be from red and blue you know what i mean brock with Geodude from Red and Blue, like stuff like that. Because it's weird that they picked Brock from Heart Gold Soul Silver. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, like, out of there's, all, a, there's yeah, and Misty from like Misty is the only one listed here from Let's Go Pikachu. Let's go, let's Pikachu. Go let's go Eevee. <laughs> really? And they don't mention Black and White at all, uh, which is funny because Iris is in Black and White as a not a champion. As when she was a champion, her Hexorus is the main thing. So I, I we we don't know. I think they said they're going to launch with sixty some characters. Yeah, uh, I do. I'm sure alternative art characters is a thing. <laughs> oh, it is definitely a thing. Yeah, I what? mean, and I I'm living for it. I I'm I'm going to be poor. I will not be traveling in 2020 because I will have all my Pokemon Masters. Pray for me. I'll give you money because I probably won't even download this game. All right. Awesome. 
They don't mention it here in the press release, but in the trailer, we see Steven with Metagross. We see Deance with Guard of War. Uh, Even though- Diantha, not Deance. <laughs> oh, did I say Deance? Well, yeah. I mean, no, it's Diantha. We Wolfric with Avalug, isn't that one? Isn't he? Yes, yeah. Wolfric and Avalug. Yeah, uh, they showed some people from the Battle Frontier, uh, which was yeah. actually really crazy to see. Uh, they show the new bad team. Uh, they have like these black and white masks on them. Who did they go from the? Who was it? Is it the Battle Frontier? What's his Palmer? Palmer, yeah, the guy who literally looks like Volkner, except he's wearing a green hair. jacket, not a yellow jacket. I would assume every gym leader makes the cut. I'm assuming, and every elite four member. They just have to. I mean, if they're going, if they're stretching to the point of like battle trees, I don't see why they would cut certain. Certain gym leaders, I, they probably just trip, drip feed these. I mean, oh, it's you, Thornton, factory head Thornton. That was the guy. Thornton. And there, uh, there yeah. are so many battle related characters in the games. They're going to be taking your money for a long, yeah. long. I am a very poor individual. For, they from can do here on out. each of the sisters from the battle chateau. Yep. Oh, oh they sh- they showed uh, Cylon and his two brothers as well. Cylon. Thank you. Because uh, we're all excited to play the water type dude that no one knows his name with Panpour. Cress? Cress. <laughs> is it? Because yes. water Cress. Chili. Cress, Chili, and. Silent. Cilantro, water Cress, and Chilies. As long as they bring back my elemental monkeys, I'll be happy. I yeah. was more excited after seeing the trailer. Uh, yeah, the- I, I mean, I'm. I'm- I was excited at the concept before, but the trailer has me in in the stratosphere. Okay, did you miss the game. not actual game footage portion that they had Look, at the bottom of there? It'll be in my mind palace. I will be playing the animated version, but it, the graphics still look fun. Like I understand it's a mobile game, and I don't expect a lot of my mobile games. So, like the screens look good, and I'm. I'm I'm happy for it. So every character gotcha game, because this is what this is. Yeah. Uh, you can pull me. duplicates, right? You can get like seven of the same dude and then you merge them together to or throw the other ones away and get dust and then maybe have enough dust to pull another character. Well, I'm wondering if I'm wondering if art style is locked to what they were wearing in that game, but the pull factor or the upgrade factor is getting access two different Pokemon that's on their teams. So, like, the upgrade isn't making them more powerful, but it but you can get other Pokemon that they use. So, like, I can see that as an interesting twist to the level up aspect. Um, plus, it opens up, like, a, like, upgrading feels a little bit different than I'm making Brock more powerful. Like, just yeah, is in there power like- levels. Well, what's weird is in in the press release under Sync Parrot, they show um, specifically Rosa and Snivy from Pokemon Black and White 2. But if you look at the actual art that Sugimori made, it's Rosa and Superior. (laughs) Yeah, so I'm curious what, like, the upgrade is going to be, if it's going to be upgrading individual. Like, there's so many ways that they're going to steal my money. So, like, can you pull, like, a common rosa and snivy and then you keep merging them until it evolves to superior or can and that becomes like legendary rosa's su- superior or do you just 
pull legendary roses superior? Like, yes. do, you, do you pull legendary lance or do you yes. pull like common lance where he has a Dratini and then you got to keep merging common lances until the Dratini? Like, I don't, I'm yeah, sure we'll find out soon enough, but. See, what Every- you do is you give them to the professor, he turns them into lance candies, yeah. and then you feed the lance candies okay. to the common lance, and that evolves- Into the wood chipper, Lance, I need some candies. Yeah, I mean, there's so much, like, every every gotcha game handles the upgrading different, like the merging and, or upgrading, or certain games, if you pull a duplicate, you just get, they automatically get turned into a currency to power up, like, you can't get it again, but you get- currency that can be used to power up anybody some like give you multiples that you have to merge together like it could go any anyway the possibilities are endless and i want i want i want to play it if it takes too much of my money i'm just going to delete it right away yeah if there's like a if there's a good way to earn characters without spending a whole lot i'm into that there probably is but if it I didn't feel like Fire Emblem was like that. I felt like Fire Emblem wanted a lot of your money as quickly as possible. Uh, although, I will say Clash Royale wanted a lot of your money as fast as possible, and now Clash Royale is just... It's fine. Yeah. I never think about spending money because I can either 2v2 or I can do our daily tournaments, or yeah. I can... If I do want to do the ladder, there's usually some kind of bonus to doing the ladder, so I get benefits for winning, and if I lose, I don't really feel too bad, so... Pretty good balance there, but that game took like four years to get to that point. Well, two. Yeah, it took a while. I mean, there's always it. The biggest turn on, turn off for me is how much of a how quickly you feel the money push, and I think they're getting more sophisticated with that. Like if it if it's just slow to get there, I don't mind slow. But it, one of the good things about not having PvP mentioned right away is that. They've already eliminated the sort of the feel of pay to win. Like Clash Royale really feels a lot of the time when you first, like when the ladder resets, you hit all the pay to win people. Um, and that's a very frustrating experience. And then it levels out by eliminating sort of the PVP right away, or it may come later is they already cut out that, that glaring pay to win feel of it um because you're you're battling an ai you're not you know you may have to purchase to continue playing the game but it doesn't that's a very different feel than i've paid a lot of money and i automatically win this game like clash royale does question of the week we're gonna mix it up again this week but greg give us our little song Let's hear that question, woo, question, woo, question of the week, yeah. For this week's question of the week, we're changing it. It's not really a question, but... Why do you do this to me? Uh, how do, how would you feel I if do we... one thing on this show. If we translated Japanese tweets. <laughs> oh, oh, no. no. <laughs> I don't speak japanese well that's all right we have somebody in slack that does speak japanese fluently lives in japan speaks english fluently and did this for us our japanese correspondent andrew yes 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 did a lot of work looking at this thread so uh earlier in the show we talked about how uh just blatant things with no evidence gets blown out gets believed even no evidence or provides like the uh you know 
reset your RAM and your Switch to get shinies, or like the I know somebody who works at Nintendo who said they don't like Game Freak, but I'm not going to provide you with any proof. Uh, there was a post at one point with uh, Japan is more upset than we are about this, uh, and they went on to say how Japan was upset with providing no proof and um, doing some research. Uh, I couldn't tell what they were exactly looking at for this, but just for fun, you can definitely find people that are upset no matter what On language. On the internet? Uh, no, I don't believe you. So I just thought it would be fun that we translated some uh, Amer- uh, some Japanese tweets from Japan, right from somebody who can translate them. Now, I mean, some of these are not translated the best, but I'm not going to... Andrew posted a lot here. I'm not going to read all of them, but yeah, um, some of them are, are funny or cute. Uh, the first one is, quote, What a hard decision it must have been. The way he stated it, he being Masuda, it seems like there's a slim chance for an update patch the, uh, to patch them in later. But we believe and trust in you, Masuda. Aww. Aww. So cute and positive. That's nice. Yeah. Followed up by. Followed up by. <laughs> there, are some, there are definitely some negative ones in here. Uh-huh. Quote, Pokemon was the first game I completed as a child, and I thank Masuda for creating such an interesting game. But I have something to say. To all of you, uh, bad words involved in deciding <laughs> on the dex cut. Quit now, frauds. <laughs> I love, I love quit now, frauds. Like, I need to work that into my day to day. Like, <laughs> it is the new learn to play noobs. It is quit now, frauds. I love how they're angry, I need to use that in FF. but they yeah. still said something nice. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I know. I thank them for creating this wonderful game, but of course but now um, you're a fraud. What, what's interesting to me too is Masuda didn't create this game. It, it was a completely <laughs> other dude. Masuda came in a later. little later. Yeah, uh, Fire Red Leaf Green is when Masuda person. came in. The last one is the important. Quote: What happens to non-sword and shield Pokemon that appear in the anime? Won't that confuse kids? They will not appear in the anime. <laughs> Think of the children. <laughs> they will. They will. No, not no, no, Greg. Just... When my child and I want to show my child the entire Pokemon cartoon starting from episode one, and they see uh, Mr. Mime hanging out with Ash's mom, but they've never seen a Mr. Mime before, what am I going to tell my children? You're going to say that Galar has. A very strict immigration policy. Oh, hmm. you're gonna say that, you, seeing the future Ash's of things that's not gonna come as a surprise. To stay is at home with his wife. Yes. Also, when do you have a child? I could adopt you somehow. <laughs> Lies. <laughs> okay, so let's let's pretend for a second you only Thanks. play the Pokemon trading card game. Uh-huh. You don't play the video game. There's plenty of these people out there, believe me. There are plenty of people out there who don't even realize there is a video game. There are plenty <gasps> of Pokemon fans. I meet them all the time. I, I play, I've met plenty of Pokemon fans that do not care about the video game. They're still Pokemon fans. There's no gatekeeping here. Because somebody didn't play Red and Blue doesn't mean they're not a Pokemon fan. Um, that was that attitude. What if, for example... They've been playing the Pokemon trading card game for six years, and then all of a sudden, there's a sauce card. 
which hasn't been printed in eight years. We finally have Sawsbuck back in the trading card game. Let's be perfectly honest. 90% of the people out there playing the Pokemon TCG do not care one whit for Pokemon. (laughs) No, that's not true. No, that's not true. Okay, here's a question. 75%. Do we know if there are Pokemon that have never appeared in the trading card game? Is that a thing? There has to be. Get on it, internet. Next I would week. be surprised, but mm, I don't know. I got more. I'll, 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 I'll investigate. Fingers crossed. Quote, fingers crossed for Ultra Shield. Fingers crossed. Uh, quote, Mega Evolutions, Z-Moves, hundreds of battle animations and overworld animations. Why can't people understand how important the scenario is in Pokemon? They want a beautiful game and, and story over lots of battle animation. I mean, I love me some stories, so I'm hoping it's good. Uh, quote, I'm happy to keep my mods in home. They'll eagerly await their uh, turn to battle one day. Quote, game quality over the number of Pokemon any day. Quote, I'll guess my battle ratings mean squat now. DS days are over. Start again on Switch. It's not even a complaint about the national decks. <laughs> don't they? Yeah, don't they always reset? They yeah, do. They always they reset. Do. These last two, like, are real. Quote, I'm not angry, just sad. Yeah, uh. Quote, I've canceled my pre-order. Uh, and there's, I mean, there's, there's, I there's haven't a, pre-ordered there's, yet, so I'm, I'm a bad, I'm a bad fan. There's a couple more, but shout out to Andrew for translating some tweets. I yeah, just, that's awesome. Uh, I was just kind of, all, I'm always curious how Japan feels about that. I know when I was in Japan, I didn't feel like... This was before Sword and Shield was announced. I didn't feel like people were clamoring for... Or, sorry, this was literally the day after Sword and Shield was first unveiled. And then I got in a plane. I didn't feel like people were clamoring for it. At least from what I saw in multiple Pokemon centers, that Pokemon was just a thing that existed in the world. And people were very content with it. And it was on, you know, face masks and lipstick and gummies and cans of soda and billboards and like it wasn't this it's just part of their culture so i'm always curious of how they feel about stuff it's a whole wide world that we live in will give us our pokemon of the week all right so last week's pokemon clues uh it's uh was a banned pokemon because of a move that it used to have and they once they made it so that you can't basically do that move anymore it's not banned anymore and it is a region exclusive for and i'll say it this time the land of parrots who do you think it was it's Boofaland. Goodness, what? the land of parrots. <laughs> it's Chatot. You know what a parrot is? <laughs> it's Chatot, and the move was Chatter, because people were saying bad words people into the microphone. People would say nasty words, because it would record what you said, and then when you use that attack, your opponent would hear your recording, so if you said a bad yeah, word... Yeah, you said a naughty word, like Bulbasaur... This is why we can't have nice things. That's why it was too dangerous to be allowed for competitive Pokemon play. Womp. All right. This week's Pokemon. I will say, before I even start reading this, that for any... Don't make me write it out again. (laughs) No, 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 no. No, no, no. (laughs) 
that I don't even have to read this oh, for okay. somebody who listened closely last week. Uh-oh, I didn't. Even better. In the old days, common knowledge was that only two Pokemon had no weaknesses at all, Sableye and Spiritomb. Their type combination of Dark and Ghost was perfectly balanced so that they would only take 1x damage from any attack, if they took damage at all. That all changed in Kalos when Fairy types were introduced. Since Dark type is weak to Fairy type, Sableye and Spiritomb now had a vulnerability. Boo! That has now left us with only one line of Pokemon that have no vulnerabilities. Unfortunately, when I was planning for this week's Pokemon, my memory was not working too well. I thought a particular Pokemon had appeared in Roxy's gym that was not a poison type, and that Pokemon had been Roxy's ace in the hole for defeating opponents. If you watch the cartoon regularly during that series, you will remember that every trainer ran from Roxy's gym in a desperate attempt to cure their Pokemon of poisoning. The trick of the story I had been thinking of actually appeared in a different gym during a different part of Ash's journey through Unova. This one gym leader did only use Pokemon of her specific chosen type, but the unique feature was that her key Pokemon did not use any moves of that type. It moved extremely quickly through the air, had no weaknesses, and would attack harder than the challenger was expecting. It turns out that this particular Pokemon can only learn five moves total, with the fifth move only having been added in Alola through a move tutor. The gym leader focused on building up the one non-stab physical move this Pokemon could know so that it would leverage a completely unexpected attack. Another unique feature of this week's Pokemon's family is that they cannot have any hidden abilities. If they did gain a hidden ability, they would lose their No Weaknesses unique feature. It seems to be a trade-off they are willing to take. If you would like to guess which is this week's Pokemon, you will have to figure out what Pokemon the gym leader was using, because this week's Pokemon is the first Pokemon that evolves from it. Ooh! <laughs> Sneaking that in at little, the little end. Twist. I'm gonna have to erase my notes. <laughs> Curse you, William! And as honest as the day is long. You are not. <laughs> well, that is our show for you guys today. Hopefully, you enjoyed it. We will be back next week. Although I'm not sure if Will will be on since he is traveling. <laughs> yeah, I'll be like sitting in the room with Greg with no microphone. Uh, we'll, we'll figure it out. Uh, <laughs> otherwise, uh, reddit.com slash r slash super effective. If you want to join there, twitter.com slash Pokemon podcast, twitch.tv slash PKMNcast. I should probably uh, announce this because I always forget on... July 12th, we will be doing an egg lock in X and Y. So I, oh, I got to make my egg. Dang it. I will be accepting eggs up to July 10th. So if you are playing X and Y or you like breeding and you want to send over an egg and keep it a surprise, just pop into any of the Twitch streams in the next week or so. And uh, we'll, we have the, the rules and instructions there. It's pretty easy. You just There's one of two people in Twitch chat that will accept your egg and then the night before they'll trade me all of these eggs so we can start the egg lock on Friday, but it is an X and Y. Um, 
And there's a list of what I can't I can't see what people have made, but you can see what other people have made. So, you know, four people aren't making bee doof eggs. Uh, <laughs> uh, but if you want to participate in that, that'll start on July 12th. That should be a big and fun stream uh, that we've been planning for a while. Uh, otherwise, I think uh, that is that. Uh, Will is at Wash in the Sink. Greg is at White Wing. I am at Dragging a Lake. Uh, hopefully you enjoyed the episode. Thank you to everyone who left us a review in iTunes slash Apple Podcasts. Eventually I will never have to say iTunes again because that word, that whole program is getting destroyed in like three months. And it's What about great. my musics? It'll go to Apple Music. Oh, no. Um, Apple Music is the new place your music will live. Uh, otherwise, what about, the, my, what about my movies? Those will go to Apple TV. Oh. Oh, well. Another app. Pretty much iTunes is getting turned into three apps, but we're not an Apple podcast, so. <laughs> uh, thank you all for listening. Uh, hopefully, you, after all this debate about National Deck stuff, hopefully it's still fun and somewhat entertaining and hearing people's perspectives without people screaming at each other or calling each other's names. Uh, hopefully it was enjoyable. We'll be back next week. Have a good week. Good luck with your shiny Alolans if you play Pokemon Go. And happy Independence Day for the Americans. Oh, yes. Yeah. Happy Can Canada Day. Uh, I believe that's July 1st. I think so. I think so. <laughs> Poor Canada. <laughs> uh, but we'll be back next week. Otherwise, this has been another episode of the Pokemon Podcast. And we are super effective. Super. Quit now, frauds. Tricks on you, I already did. Yeah, quit now, fraud. God, I need to use that online. That's gonna be my it's gonna be my when a tank messes up at an MMO. Quit now, fraud. Wow, dab on him. Dab it. Like every podcast on the internet, we are funded by Patreon. This is a shout out to all the supporters at the producer tier on Patreon. A huge thank you to Alex, Anthony, Catherine, Matthew, Jeffrey, Kevin, and Cygnus. If you would like to join our community and support the podcast, you can head over to isc.cash for more information.